Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27-24! Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to his strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown. Fried Fogle again. Another win over a blue blood that turns into more ammo for the Purdue guys. This is the LEO podcast. And yes, we're talking about the first win over Michigan since I was two. I'm your host, Michael Bragg, and you can follow me on Twitter at Braggley. That's B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here with my co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter at Brandon Dubich. That's Brandon spelled traditionally. Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brandon? What is up, buddy? Um, the, only thing that, uh, the only thing that I missed about this game um, is I didn't get a chance to yell, Shay. <laughs> Do you really miss that? No, not at all. I just wanted to find a way to bring that up. Did we watch this game together, or did were you out? Did not. Of, we did not. Town. No, no. We had friends in town. That's right. This. Yeah. That's so right. I was I was watching it with friends, not you. Um, we had we had a uh, guy I was best man with my wedding came down and stay for the weekend. Mm. Um, but we did talk about at we there was one of the games where we talked literally every single play. Like I yeah. think I had. 25 phone calls with you during this game there was a lot you were a lot of hype and i was still a lot of like anxious tight butthole like the whole the whole game so uh let's break it down man it was a win over uh the number 23 michigan wolverines uh number 13 iu taking the victory going to three and oh win 38 21 well let's let's talk about what the, like the build-up before we actually get to the game michigan came off a loss to their rival I yeah. think like you and I were both nervous. You never want to play a team coming off that kind of loss, right? Um, especially a team that I mean, Michigan's talented. They have talented guys. Uh, I think I think a lot of it stems from really poor coaching, um, which I'm sure we'll get into. But yeah, I mean, I was I was terrified. You were terrified. Like we were we we were following that uh, Michigan State Michigan game the week before, and like of course, of course, Michigan drops a game to their rival right before they play us damn it yeah um, and they came off a pretty impressive win at, at uh at minnesota the opening week well what we thought was an impressive win uh road we'll, that boat yeah we'll see that again uh quite a bit in this this season when we do the breakdowns about what was and what wasn't an impressive win at the end of it so at, at uh then ranked number 21 minnesota which who finished up i don't even know like three wins or something Trash. PJ Flex a clown. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. What's uh, it was a little nerve nerve wracking coming in. You know, Michigan State coming off of a, a bad loss, their first win or their first week against Rutgers, and then coming turn around and beating Michigan. I think in the Big House, if I'm not mistaken, it was, uh, it which was concerning. Um, you know, not knowing which type of team this was because I didn't watch. I watched the highlights of that game, but I didn't watch any Michigan. I have no interest. I have no interest in watch. This is just how I am though. I don't care about any other team other than mine, unless there's betting circumstances on Unless Tulane bullshit. Yeah. I was going to say, or Tulane's on. Yeah. yeah. 
Tulane Tulsa on a Friday night under the lights. That's my kind of my kind of game. Uh, so yeah, let's get into this one though. Let's get into yeah. the victory over Michigan. Uh, as I said, it's the first one since uh, I was two, I think, right? 1988 was that the last time we took out the Wolverines? Um, and I they started the intro with this being Purdue ammo. Um, they've somehow in their losing season, um, you know, not going to a bowl game again, being a complete disappointment in their their side of the state, uh, have been able to turn around our Purdue victory or our Penn state victory and our Michigan victory around on us and uh, talk about how we over celebrated wins and everything else, but that's okay. We don't need to talk about, let's talk about the game. Let's talk about the domination. I'll say it domination from start to finish. Um, we had a little bit of a scary moment here and there. First quarter was a little iffy. Uh, and then there were a couple moments there in the second half, but it, it was never really that close after halftime. No, no. Well, I mean, this was the Michael Penix breakout game. Um, and, and again, we're not going to, but you could just stop the podcast right here. Uh, Michael Penix was, you know, the best player, uh, best offensive player on the field. Uh, our defense was incredible this game and, and we'll get into it. But yeah, I mean, it's just, I, between our 25 conversations, it's hard to find a position group that was, that Michigan was better than us in. Um, maybe wide receiver, which, which we'll get in with, with Brandon's questions later. Um, but outside of wide receiver, we dominated them. We dominated them in the, in the trenches. We, do, we dominated them in the backfield. They ran for less than 20 yards. Uh, I mean, it was just, it was utter, oh, utter sorry. dominance. I don't know if you can hear what's going on here in the background or not, but I don't even know where it's at. Get out of here. You started talking about wide receiver play, and I had to look at Ronnie Bell's stat line. Fuck oh, he him. went beast mode. He went beast God. mode, um, which is you're, there's a tease, right? Yeah, I guess uh, to, to 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 Brandon's uh, to Brandon's questions later. I assume that's where we're going. Let's go back to Penix. Let's get back to our Penix. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, his mom would have been proud. He was thirty of fifty, three hundred and forty-two yards and three touchdowns. It's a hell of a no picks. Beast. He had one. He had one throw. I want to say it was third quarter where he just kind of lofted one up into double coverage, and it probably should have been picked had Michigan not had probably the second worst secondary in the country at that point in time in the in the in the season. That, that gray dude is bad, bad, bad. But I bet you that dude was like a five star kid coming out of out of high school or something. Um, what was that? Garrett, what's his name? Vincent. They always have a Vincent on their team. That also hit me when I was rewatching. Yeah, the game. Well, well, whether he was four or five star, two star yeah. Ty Fry dominated his yeah. ass. He was a three star. I mean, he was this was high ranked. This was also Ty Fry's ble- like breakout game. It was the first one. Yeah, one forty two. Dude, that yeah. one that one handed catch was incredible. Let's like, talk about why that was such a big catch. Because what? your boy. Peyton Hendershot. I mean, I don't, I can't remember what route he was running the play right before that. I think it might've been a wheel route, but he was toast. He was gone. And Pinnock puts it right into his hands. I mean, it could not have been any better. You, you could not have gone down there, floated in the air, little angels in the outfield style and dropped it into his hands any better than what that pass got there. And of course he's, you know, stone hands, 
and does drops what it. he does. Does so, what he does. Very David Ellis ish uh, against Ohio State, but instead of a you know a pick six on the next play, we throw a ball up to Ty Fry against a terrible corner, and he makes a a, a great. I wouldn't even say it's a one hand catch. I mean, you, you have younger pain. brothers. I have younger brothers. You know, like when they just pull on your arm mm-hmm. and, and you still have one arm free, like whether yeah. you're playing basketball or, or, or playing football, we've all had younger brothers that do that. That's exactly what happened. And Ty Fry was like, nope, still mine, bro. Still mine. God, yeah. that catch was what, so uh, hot take. And we're only three games into the season. Was that his best catch of the year? I think it was. You know what? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say his best catch of the year comes against Ohio State. The one on the sideline where he like picks it up on well, his shoelaces uh, and go and, and goes what? to the house. That's not even the ones I'm. Th- that's not even the one I'm thinking of. The one I'm thinking of is the one that's in our intro, where uh, Penix rolls out to his left side and he bombs it. It's like a 60 yard touchdown, I think, but he hits. Um, Fryfogel on a post and he catches it in the back of the end zone and gets while being just draped on and it definitely wasn't Sean Wade because Sean Wade wouldn't have been draped on anybody um but it was somebody else that was all over him and he still makes the catch the one where he gets up and the dude's trying to punch it out of his hand still while he's in the standing in the back of the end zone uh that I think that was his best catch but now that you said that one up against the sideline where I was freaking out a little bit. I thought he had offensive pass interference, but there were two dudes just grabbing all over him. Makes that catch and goes down. So it's a different game. It's two weeks. We'll get to that. Two more pods. Regardless, that catch was absolutely, this catch was insane. And did they actually, I, I just watched the game five hours ago. I don't think there was a flag thrown on that play either. No. Um, the, the, like there was no flag on the play and he just goes and catches it one hand. Incredible but I don't think it was the catch of the game. Um, what would you call Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know where I'm going to go in, in catch of the game? It happened on the very first Michigan drive. On the very first Michigan drive? Where Jamar Johnson covers 15 to 20 yards in a blink. Oh, that one that he just barely gets out of bounds on the. Yeah, on the not play. an interception. Like, Everyone remembers the Oladipo dunk that didn't go in. That's what this is for, for IU football. The interception oh, didn't count. Don't holy, do my boy like that. Holy comparing him to Victor Oladipo. That's, that's, that's quite, it's quite the praise. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but again, the, Jamar Johnson covers 20 yards in a blink of an eye comes up. And again, if he doesn't do that, it's probably a Michigan touchdown. They're probably up seven, nothing. Um, which turn, like makes it a completely different game. Uh, Jamar Johnson, who's, who's going to the NFL, that needs to be play number one on on his uh, on his scouting video, on his hype tape, whatever whatever they do. That was and that was the best game, best catch of the game. Uh, it was NFL range. Um, I've had some people say that you know they don't think they don't think he can make it as make it as an NFL player. Bullshit. Throw that play here. up. Put that play up. It was incredible. Well, I think his first play is probably going to be the touchdown against Tennessee. And it'll probably be the first one on the mixtape. No way. That, that, that was the most NFL. <laughs> that was the most NFL play I think I've seen out of in the entire year of IU football. Okay. All right. I'll give it to you. I mean, I mean, he turned out to be pretty big in this game. I mean, he he gets thrown out in the is that first quarter? 
Mm-hmm. He gets thrown out in the first. Yeah, because that's what leads to their first touchdown. He gets thrown out in the first quarter for throwing a punch. Um, who did he punch? Ronnie Bell. What a shock. So, um, which he probably deserved it. So he punches Ronnie Bell. He gets thrown out. I mean, it was deserved. It was that was fine. I didn't have any problem with the penalty. You know, it only gave us good old Fitzgerald and Bryson Bonds. Yeah, well, Ugh. I think that was uh, Bryson Bonds I, this game. Well, he was bad, but I think they, Ugh. I think they stuck Burgess back there. But that pass against or for that touchdown on the very next play was uh, Jalen Williams was there, and I mean he just barely missed the play anyway. But I, again, he shouldn't be the one tracking all the way back. No, that's uh, blown. That's a blown coverage and 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 a, and a stud corner trying to make up for it. Yeah. Um. On his on on skill alone. Yeah. Um. Big play J again. Um. Cornelius John. They have such good wide receivers. Cornelius Johnson's really good. Ronnie Bell is an absolute stud. He'll be playing football on Sundays. Um. But I think big play J made up for it. Um. He was good in the he was good in the run game. He he was good in coverage. He had his third straight uh game with an interception. Um, our God, our defense was just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So here's, uh, here's the turning point for me. That second quarter. So we go into the second quarter. We're still real nervous. I mean, we took the lead 17, four or, uh, 14, seven. And then, uh, your boy Chucky bombs a 52 yarder and the defense was balling in the second quarter. We took a 24, seven lead over Michigan into halftime, 24 to seven. It was over in my, my book. It was done the way that they dominated that second quarter. It was, and th- there was a 96 yard touchdown drive foot to on neck. It. I mean, again, yeah. we, we said that in the Rutgers game and we said it in Penn state that we had chances to put both of those games away and we didn't, um, we let the teams hang around. We, we learned this time. I mean, again, you're right. That second quarter, we just stomped on them. Um, and it wouldn't be a LEO podcast if a Chucky Campbell didn't get brought up and two, I didn't, uh, compliment, uh, Nick Sheridan's play calling our goal line. Our goal line offense is incredible. Um, whether it's jumbo sets, uh, running the ball or it's our play action. Um, I don't think these stats are probably out there. So here's Brandon making up stats again. Um, we gotta be about 75% successful rate play action drop off to a tight end. Um, if he catches it, <laughs> damn it. But again, we did it again, again, just like run, run, handoff, walk in touchdown for Hendy. Um, yeah. God, our, our, again, just phenomenal play calling, um, when it's goal to go, whether it's quarterback draw, whether it's a crosser, whether it's jumbo runs, whether it's play action, um, you know, there's, there's low percentage plays on the goal line one step fades, um, you know, three step dropbacks. We don't do any of that dumb, get fancy, get cute uh, goal line plays. And again, I mean, I, I gave it when we did our uh, year end review, I gave Nick Sheridan love and um, outside of like maybe first couple drive scripts, I, I think he can grow there. But other than that, man, it, it's been, I, I've come to appreciate it even more in this rewatch. Well, I'm glad you're on his on his train here. Uh, I think he's going to be pretty good. He did have a, a really, really bad drive. Uh, maybe start of the fourth quarter right after Michigan scored, maybe. 
uh, to go 21-31. I think he went three straight passes. And it's like, dude, we're up 10 points. Like, at least run a little bit of the clock off. But three straight now, incomplete now, passes. That one's just cooking. I mean, I don't know. You don't take the ball out of your best yeah. player. It should have yeah, been three runs. I mean, it... it I you didn't even have to do three runs, just run once at least and, and run a little. It's it, but again, I'm nitpicking at this point. I thought he's great. So, yeah. uh, one of the big things that I, I noticed or I'd, I at least heard from the um just awful commentating team that was on Fox or whatever that was on that we were watching, uh, was how bad we were at third down the first two weeks. Uh, I think they said we were second worst in the country or, or maybe worst in the country at third down efficiency going into that game. Um, went and I just looked them up nine of 18, which isn't phenomenal, but that's great. I mean, two of two on fourth down nine of 18 on third down uh, against Michigan. You wanna, if you, you want to go between 30 and 40%, right? Like if you can yeah. go one for three on third downs. It's not awful, right? Like I think, I think a lot of teams would take one for three, on on third downs especially you know if you know if the, if the third is anywhere from five to seven yards to go um yeah 50 percent is great um and, and to go with fred glass again to go on the announcers bit and, and i don't want to spend a lot of time on this because we, we should know better we're never going to get any announcing love especially when playing a blue blood um but fred glass said it people don't want you to be good IU being good at football isn't good for TV. It's not good for money. Uh, too freaking bad. Um, Michigan, Michigan getting the benefit of the doubt and, and then the announcers being on their side is like the least shocking thing of all time. Yeah, I just it just caught me off guard because there were um, a couple of times where I just I'd go to the notes or I, I would stop paying attention and it would be on a drive where I knew that they were going to score. And man, every time they did something, a first down or hey, we're, we're going to end this conversation right after this, a first down or a touchdown. Jesus, dude. Touchdown, Michigan, right about. And it's like, bro, they're, they're down 20 points. Like, where was this when 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 Hendershot scored or when, uh, you know, Miles Marshall Miles scored Marshall. a touchdown? Oh, yeah, dude. that was a great catch. I mean, and the again, stare down afterwards was my was one of my favorites. So it, it was it was my second. Uh, like in this happened before Ty Fry's amazing catch. But again, talking about little brother, dude, Miles Marshall just clowned that dude. Yeah. Just like picked the ball up right in front of his face mask. Was like, huh, nope, that's mine. Um, it was a baller ass play. And then the, the you're right, the corner kind of spins around because the guy don't know where the fucking ball went. And Miles Marshall's like, nah, uh, uh. Nope, just picks it like right off his head. And there was a pass interference, I think, on that play too. So, uh, it, it, this just hit me and I had, I just didn't write it down, but I remember I, I wanted to write it down during the game, but I was just in, in shock, you know, before we started doing some of these reviews and, and going back through what was an incredible season uh, to me, at least I was just uh, emotionally broken by what happened at the end of the, at the end of the year with not playing either game against Purdue at the end of the year and then getting beat by a mediocre sec team uh in a bowl game man is michael Penix fucking good dude he's he's just incredible even if he's not even if he wasn't perfect against maryland he was a difference maker even if he's not a perfect uh a perfect player against penn state for three and seven eighths of a quarter or of a game made the difference 
at the end. I can't, that I can't kid wait. is a winner. I can't wait till next year when, I don't know, right after spring ball, April, May, and then getting to July and August, everyone's talking about Clifford or everyone's talking about Milton or everyone's talking about Ohio State or somehow we're talking about another fucking Minnesota quarterback um, or we're talking about what Mitzner or whatever is like. I can't wait to people sleep on Penix or it's going to one of two things are going to happen. They're either going to sleep on him or they're going to bring up his injury history and, yeah. and, and they're, and they're going to count him out regardless. And I can't wait Tooth or a thing that I've loved in our rewatch is after this game, I didn't realize what attitude and fire he has. Oh yeah. You, you see him on the sidelines. You see him after victories. You see him after like, these are things that, I missed while watching it live, but he is a fired up emotional dude. And I can't wait for people to sleep on him this season, this off season. Cause I think it's going to fire him up so freaking bad. See for me, I don't think that'll happen. I do think that they will bring up uh, a lot of the injury past and that scares. That I scares guarantee the they put him at fourth anyway. or fifth best quarterback coming in when, when he's when he's the best quarterback coming next year. Well, they do have him uh, currently listed at the seventeenth best Heisman odds, like the seventeenth like pre Heisman rankings, seventeenth yeah. in the country. That's not bad, but I don't I don't see anybody. I don't see anybody in the Big Ten now. I don't know who Ohio State's going to bring in uh, at their quarterback, but. Um, they're gonna have a richard sophomore there he was a five star he was behind fields he was a stud. fantastic yeah uh but i i can't see how they don't rank him one or they won't they'll really put him at, close they'll, they'll put him to at tops he, he, he won't be higher than three mm. i'll bet you i bet you he's number one no nope. bet you uh speaking of number one whopper dude yeah what a transition that was by the way i'm a professional you're getting Whopper good at this. You're getting good a, at this. A, a big game. See, I I just flipped over to the stats again. Haven't even looked at the stats again. He had 11 catches, but I thought he had way more than 79 yards. Uh, he had some big catches, though. That, that's another thing I'm starting to appreciate. You know, another thing that I'm appreciating in the rewatch. He's a slot guy. He's yeah. small, yep. but he will put his head down. I counted three times. He was only successful two out of the three. But where he's getting tackled or could get tackled before a first down, and he lowers his head and does his best to get a first down. There were three times in three different crossers, he caught the ball on the on the wrong side of the first down chain, and two of the three times he was successful getting a first down. Those are small plays that make a difference over time. Um, yeah, I loved watching Wap in this game. It, it, it I loved it. It was great. Um, I think he may have had the most underrated play of the game. He had a, a catch. It was that second quarter drive to in the, in the quarter or almost in the quarter. Um, we were third. Was it third down? Either they were still pinned all the way back or it was third down really back up against, uh, up against the wall. And he had his biggest catch of the game, the 22 yarder right across the middle, broke that drive wide open. And then it made that 96 yards a lot, a lot easier to obtain um stevie had a good game he's always going to score touchdowns so there's one thing that i noticed that again it better show up in his again i don't think he gets drafted but he's not a liability to catch the ball 
He, no. he, had, he had a couple big catches against Penn State out of the backfield. He had a couple nice catches in this game out of the backfield. That's so important in modern-day NFL. And, you know, that's one thing that I'm noticing because I kind of thought of him of a between-the-tackles runner, um, you know, a, a worse version of Jordan Howard. But in, in our rewatch, the dude can catch the ball. Um, his drops have been more quarterback mm-hmm. fault than his fault. Um, that, that's, that's one thing that I've noticed that, that I think gives him a better chance to make it in the NFL, uh, because it's so important. You have to be able to catch the ball nowadays. Yeah. I, I mean, I think he doesn't go, if he doesn't get drafted, he's got to get drafted. Uh, day three at best day well, three at best. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I was trying to think of a comp and you said Jordan Howard, but maybe I guess, I don't know. That's disappointing. Jordan's really falling off. Uh, let's get to our players of the game. I think Yep. we don't really need to talk, dive that deep into quarter by quarter stuff. So, uh, players of the game, I'll let you go first. Uh, I'll let you just do both of them. You can do your offense and your defense. Yeah. Um, off God. So I'm going to take Michael. If you're going <laughs> to, if you're going to give me the choice of going first there again, I, I said it last week as a teaser. I I've, this is now the third time I've said it on this it was a breakout game. It was, he did not have a good game against Penn State. He was average to below average in, in the Rutgers game. And it was this game that was just like, let's go. Um, it was it was really, really impressive. And then, uh, again, I think uh, for defense, for me, there were so many. And he, he this is, I'm, since I took Michael, I'll took a flyer here. The guy that I think made the most impre- the second most impressive play, but was in the backfield the whole game, was Cam Jones. He went he went toe to toe with Milton. Milton tried to get shake him going to a play to the sidelines, and Cam Jones stuck him like mm-hmm. straight up, squared up his shoulders, put his helmet right into his shoulder pads, and drove him to the ground. Do you know how many linebackers Milton probably shakes? I'm guessing 70 to 80% of linebackers because I mean, Milton's athletic. He can't throw the ball at all, but he, he is an athlete. Um, he's and big Cam, too. He's six, five. Six, yeah. And five, Cam five. Jones stands him right up. Cam Jones was constantly in the backfield. Um, God, it was, I, I love that kid so much. Uh, again, I, he wasn't my number one choice, but since I took Penix, um, I'll let you take who I think is the obvious defensive player of the game. Oh, you think there's an obvious defensive player of the game? Well, I've got I two do. written down that you didn't take. So um, so for me, offensive, if it's not Penix, I think it's Stevie Scott. Uh, and the reason being, I mean, we could say Ty Fry. Dude, he went um, seven for 142. Yeah, but no, just listen, listen. What? Stevie was big, man. Stevie, uh. was, Stevie was a finisher in this game. There was a fourth and one. Uh... I love Stevie. Third you, quarter. You know, I've you know I've I've probably overrated Stevie. Um, but yeah. interesting. Interesting. So, so there's a third and one, fourth and one. I want to say I can't be the first quarter. It wasn't the first quarter. It was the third quarter. It set up that touch the set up the touchdown in the third quarter. Uh, fourth and one. The dude picks up that first down. And then that final drive to ice the game after the uh Monster Matthews interception. 
it, he just he just started rolling people over at the end of the game when you should be tired after he had 20 probably 20 carries going into that last drive or uh, at least 18 going into that last drive this dude's just bowling five stark dudes over just at the right over the center too he's not going outside he's not doing any fancy stuff he's just putting his head down running these dudes over in the fourth quarter and ice the game and that was pretty cool to see uh Kane out there screaming at him to, to tell him to finish it. I'm going to miss that blue sweater, man. I love Kane. Are you? God, have you seen Charles, though? He's going to look sharp, bro. I bet you that dude just busts out of a shirt, too. I, I mean, he's cut. As opposed to busting out of a shirt the way that Kane does. Mm. Uh, <laughs> he's had a few beers. <laughs> so, uh, man, IU kind of put some pounds on him, huh? Like, I think he came in, like, pretty slender, like, or his kids. Maybe he's had like four kids since he's been here. Uh, so my defensive player of the game, I think I picked him last week too, uh, was Jamar. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Reese Taylor. You did? That's two in a row now. He was, dude, he had a play. I can't remember. It, it has to be the, the running back. Man, I wish I wrote it down. It no, wasn't so Milton. It, it, so yes, it was. It was, was the it? End of, it was end of the second. It was before our drive, before the ninety-six yard drive in the in the in the second quarter. They were on our side of the field. Like they, we did a really good job of bending, not breaking. We stalled a lot of their drives between like the thirty-five and the fifty, and they had like third and six, third. I mean, it was it was it was long to go, and we just sent one of our vintage corner blitzes, That's and right. Reese Taylor That's blows right. him yep. up. Yep. Put put him back to like the 50, I think. Yeah. Taiwan did the same thing where it was actually, I don't know. Yeah, late don't in the know. game, fourth quarter, like, I think. It was the same exact play in like the same spot of the field, but that was a big play. Uh, again, we, we turned that into a touchdown, which is always so huge. Um, but yeah, that Reese Taylor play was, was significant. Yeah. Reese was big, man. Led the team in tackles. Uh, one sack. He had two TFLs. Um, he got burnt for a touchdown. But he did. He did, but you know, what are you gonna do? You just beating. They got good wide receivers. They got they got they got good wide receivers. Just, I'm yeah. not gonna blame anyone um, for getting beat by Cornelius Johnson or or, or uh, Ronnie Bell. Yeah, I'll be real really interested to see what they look like um, next year. I I don't. They they could be really good. I think they're gonna be really year. good. I mean, again, Haskins Haskins, right? Yeah he he was a he was a freshman. Um, Ronnie Bell and Cornelius Johnson are coming back again. I think Milton suck. I think he stinks. Um, but again, second year full off season as a returning quarter, because remember they had, they, they didn't know who was going to be their quarterback going into the entire year. I think Michigan comes back, um, as a really talented team. Just unfortunately they have probably a bottom third coach in the entire big Ten in the country, uh, maybe, him and his fat ass khakis. God. Um, I hope he's there forever. Yeah. So let's uh let's go do uh Brando's Randos. But before we do that, let's hit our sponsor promo. Uh today's podcast is sponsored by the Monon Track Club. Monon Track Club is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Brandon, do you like running? Me neither. But do you like Sick hoodies and t-shirts. Yeah, oh, sick hoodie. You got me a sick Indiana hoodie for Christmas. Right. Yeah, I didn't awesome. get it from them, but they do make sick hoodies. They do. Uh, 
Check out the link in the show notes to shop MTC, support an IU alumni-owned small business. And as a thank you to our listeners, the MTC is offering 10% off your purchase. Just use the code LEO10. That's LEO10. That's LEO, the letters LEO. The number is 10 at checkout, and that'll get you 10% off your sickness. Sick. Is that right? Yeah, whatever. Uh, get down with the sick. Yep. <laughs> now, on to everybody's favorite part of the pod, Brando's Randos. Let's see what so you, you got for me, Brando. You, you told me before this, Brando, you don't need to have three. Don't, don't force it. I don't care. I'm asking you three anyway. Um, the first one's a layup. First one, you know, get, get you warmed up. Get it going. Um, we do a great job of it, but I don't, again, in the rewatch, why do teams return kickoffs? I counted it three times in this game that Michigan returned a kickoff and we got them on inside the 20. So can you please explain to me why teams return kickoffs in, uh, in college football? Have you watched us return a kickoff? No. That's what I mean. Just, just don't we, do it. We can't be that much smarter than everyone else. Well, like, it's, we're playing Indiana. So why not return a kickoff against them? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's Indiana. It's Indiana. You see, next year, I don't think you'll see every so game. You know, we, we teams are starting on their 13, on their 17. Not it didn't happen in this game, but it definitely happened in the year a few times inside their 10. Um, I, I just don't, especially how good Indiana is at covering kickoffs. Um, in, in all three games, and and to start this one, you know, I just don't understand. Yeah, White I mean, teams. we've got dangerous return return guys, and especially oh, in Reese, or if they put Hewitt back there. Uh, we, got, we got Matthews coming next year. Yeah, and I DJ. think I think we're gonna have one or two returns mm. next year. And I don't think we've had a great returner since Shane, but yeah, we'll see. That's a good question. Yeah. So next question is again we we've seen it we we've seen Swinton make a good big play this year. We've seen Miles Marshall make a big play this year. We've seen Jacoby Hewitt make a big play next year. Out of those three guys, who are you most excited for next year? If, and it's a big if, he can keep his effing helmet on, I think Jacoby Hewitt is going to be a monster. Like top Oh, man, I don't know if he's got that much time. Maybe he's going to be a soft redshirt sophomore. Yep. Yeah, I think he'll be a top five wide receiver at IU by the time he's done. I just think it's too stacked of a room. But if I had to pick one, you know I love Miles Marshall. Yeah. He, he just has the Me frame. Too. I like all of them. He, all he of is them. a he is a prototypical. He just looks like a wide receiver. But you're right. I I I, I take Hewitt out of all those three, but. Holy shit! Is our wide receiver room stacked? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And just, just hear me out. I would not be surprised if somebody like Javon Swinton redshirts next year. Because where I mean, are you going to play him a full year again, where he's only playing ten snaps a game? I mean, you again. Now you may just go straight to the all the freshmen coming in and. uh I can't remember all their names. We have so many good wide receivers coming in. The three, four-star kids that are coming in. Jordan Williams. Yeah, and say, none of you guys are playing this year. 
don't care how good you do in sp in spring if they're there or in the fall camp. None of you guys are playing. You're all redshirt because we need to play Javon Swinton. I I don't know, dude. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't if he doesn't get a red shirt this year. Yeah, I just yeah no, I, I agree. I'm probably taking Swinton last out of all those three, but he's a stud too. He's gonna man. be good, dude. He's gonna be really good. I just want him to stick around because we are, we're we're gonna lose Matthews. We're gonna lose Fryfogel. There's going to be snaps in 2022. We just need to keep Swinton and Jordan Williams around. Well, Marshall's um, gonna be a senior, right? I think well, he gets a year. A he gets a year back. This year doesn't count. Okay. Um, so un unless unless Miles Marshall has a a tie fry type breakout season, he'll be a junior. He'll be a junior. So yeah, if regard, I I didn't think he was going to leaving this year, this upcoming year anyway. Can I? He's got the best. I think he's got the best hair of the wide receiver group. At you least, it's nice, <laughs> dude. Go, go go to go to go to Michael Bragg for uh, for all uh, all hair related conversations. Yeah, and what while we're on receivers, I know he listens. Hindi, Bub, I was just kidding about the stone hands thing and the drops. You're great. I'm not, okay. I'm not. You're great. You're baby girl. All right. Two point yeah. Net, Last question. Um, and it wouldn't be an LEO podcast if I didn't take a shot at okay. Purdue. Okay. Um, so it's, it's gym class and you're picking your team and you have, you have to pick a wide receiver. Are you picking Ronnie Bell or David Bell? Oh, I, this is, this is going to hit me, uh, in a different spot here. It's, it's David Bell. Oh, no. Uh, the reason. No. I'm building my team. I'm building my team. Again, you're at gym class. You need to go win. You, or I'm throwing against somebody. No, you want him on your team. Yeah, David Bell. David Bell. The kid. The kid catches everything. That's number one. Ronnie number Bell two. He, number two. Number two. I would throw a ball at Ronnie Bell even if he was on my team. That twat was celebrating a first down when they were down 24 points, dude. He got up, let's go, and celebrated like they were down six going in to go score and take the lead to win the game. Like, grow up, bro. Well, I guess grow up, bro. I mean, he's like 20. I probably would have done the same thing. But, yeah. And then the dude sitting here talking to my boy, get my boy kicked out. Come on. Yeah, no. I think I think that's persuading it a little bit. I mean, David Bell's really good. You, you can't go wrong with either one. Um, but I'm taking Ronnie Bell over David. Brandon, Bell. this is the first time I think we're we may fight on this. Ronnie Bell is not on, not even close. And and our producer is not on this, who is a uh, Purdue graduate. So I'm not even doing this for him. He's not even close to David Bell. You put Taiwan Mullen on on Ronnie Bell at all in this game, he doesn't get anywhere near a catch. Nowhere near a catch. Meanwhile, David Bell's out there. And they're just, you know, throwing blows with each other back and forth. He's an indie guy. I get, I get why you're doing it. I mean, you're you you have a ton of Purdue friends. I get it, man. I totally get where you're coming from. That's why I asked the question because that's good podcasting when the hosts don't agree. Um, that's podcasting 101. But you're you're wrong. Um, you 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 can go to bat with David Bell. I'll go to bat with Ronnie Bell and I'll win. 
Okay, but leave it in your comments. Anybody who whoever's listening. Yes, uh, let's 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 see. Look, if Brandon's mom, with me, just leave it in the comments. Whoever's whoever do you think is is better, Ronnie? Agree Bell with me and be right. David it's Bell. Ronnie Bell. That's the answer. All right. If you're from all right, man. Your vote significance count. of the win. Um, this is big, dude. This was like we said it. I've said it two or three times now. It's the first win over Michigan since we, since I was two. I don't even. I forget how old you are. I can't remember if you're older than me or younger than me. I think you're younger. You may not even been born yet. You're just like a little baby. Don't even know any words. Um, this is a a, a big a big win. This wasn't uh Michael crying upstairs, tears of joy when Reese Taylor intercepted Maryland on the road two years ago. Big win. But this was a big win uh, for the program for um for the significance of the program nationally for sure and then to um kind of ding, ding, put a stamp ding, ding, on ding. you just yeah. you just you just hit mine yeah um this is where we gained national recognition it was this game nobody gave a shit they thought we got lucky against penn state nobody gave a shit when we beat Rutgers. it wasn't until this game that we started to get any recognition outside of the Big Ten Network. Big yeah. Ten Network, you know, they've been on Tom Allen for a while because it's great content. Um, you know, I do a side gig for for a content page. Tom Allen's great content, but really outside of the Big Ten, nobody knew of Indiana. No one knew of Michael Penix. No one knew of Tom Allen. The, the significance of this game for me was this put a spotlight. This actually made us nationally relevant and that is that's huge absolutely yeah. huge yeah that's that's the big significance so what's your uh what's your grade on this one see i was excited because we, we were preparing i think you're gonna go lower and i'm gonna go higher um i think our defense was an a again michael Penix breakout game stevie um we god I'm giving us a straight up A, A, a on A on every category. Um, I can't even point anything to where I would punish anything. So I'm going straight A for this game. I am going to go below you. <laughs> be, be, go be, I said I said I am going to go B B E L O W below you. Um, I'm going to go an A minus. Uh, I'm I'm still a little skeptical going back and watching this game. I saw. Where some are you things. getting the minus from, bro? Where are you getting the minus from? Here it comes, right here. Uh, this is bad, bad. Bryson uh, Bonds? Are you really gonna, gonna kill Bryson Bonds that much? No, so I think he may have been responsible. No, it was Burgess again. Uh, there was a play. Bonds Ronnie Bell. Ronnie Bell probably should have had 210 yards, receiving seven touchdowns and. Or Milton seven just catches sailed it over his head, and you just missed sailed him. Sailed it over his head, and that that happens. That happens to old IU too. But old IU blows this game at some point. Uh, I do think that the turnovers, the one of the turnovers, the Jalen Williams turnover. I don't know where the hell he was throwing that football to. There wasn't a, a, a Michigan receiver around that ball within fifteen yards. I don't think, and he threw it right to J- Jalen Williams. So you I know think that we scene got in you know that scene in Waterboy. Yeah. Where like Waterboy tosses it to that linebacker and he goes and scores. Yeah. I mean, I mean, J- Jalen didn't score on that play, but yeah, like 
I like Jalen when he got the ball, he's like, oh my God, I got the ball. Like <laughs> nobody's around. <laughs> how, how did this happen? Yeah. It was it was it was pretty funny. Yeah. I do th- so maybe I should rank it higher. Maybe I'm just overthinking it because I'm just scared. Dude, this wasn't what's Abram- happened before. This was dude. the best IU game I've ever seen. Because we we played on a performance so- scale. On a yeah. performance scale. You're right. It's not it's not emotional. Where you know I'm I'm hugging you and tackling you and it's not like crying how significant it, it's not that but it is the best overall performance I've seen IU play. And again, Ever. they Ever. played against two probably first roundish defensive ends, and would they give up one one sack? Maybe I don't even have it in front of me right now. I just got off of it. Uh, the I'll offensive I'll, line I'll do was the work fantastic. For you, I, ne- I never do this. The offensive line was fantastic. Um, the run game was great. The uh, uh, Penix was great. I mean, zero sacks. Zero, zero sacks. So there zero you go. Sacks. There you go. Um, it was six quarterback hurries. So technically, maybe I should just hurries. maybe I should just suck it up and just say Dude. this was, this was a, just a fantastic game, start to finish. Yeah, this that's, is the, that's this it. was only the second time I because re- again the Penn State game we've said we rewatched tons of times. I need to I need to put this on on the Rolodex of what I watch. Like the, I was watching it today after I got off work, and this was just such a fun game to watch. Like I caught I got I was number of times like Sasha check this out Sasha like like watch this play and like she was like oh, I don't care I know what happens. Um, <laughs> But it was just such a fun game. So, so all of you listening, go go on YouTube, go on the Big Ten Network, check this game out. This was just a fun, fun game, and IU plays incredible. Yep, yep. I just think I was overthinking it. I think I was just thinking about how maybe we got lucky at different points. Maybe we're just really good. We're just really good. That's it. We lost one game. I just, I just am so bummed from the way that the season ended uh, last well, year. And, and so. I gave him A. You're changing it to an A. Let's just end it because next week's not going to be as positive. <laughs> it'll be positive for half of it, and yeah. then it'll kind of take a shit. But, yeah, speaking of uh, – no, I don't have to. But, uh, yeah, let's end, Let's go ahead and just uh, say bye-bye, and then we'll do uh, Wrap it up. Michigan State next week. There we go. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. As Elio. always, Elio. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much. Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio.